0: Welcome to this week's edition of Record Roundtable, bonus edition, where I talk about the albums that came out this month, and this month we're talking about April music. This is Caleb Robinson speaking. I'm here with... Jared is here. Jared is here. And again, this month, we're talking about April music. Music that came out in April. That first song I played was from the band Ulcerate. Their album Stare Into Death and Be Still. I will openly admit I have not been into death metal for a very long time. When I was into death metal, I was barely into death metal. So I am not an expert on death metal. But Ulcerate did a good job. They made some good music. That song is called Dissolved Orders. Go check it out. The next one I'm going to play is from the artist Hazel English from her album Wake Up. That song was Wake Up from the album Wake Up. Hazel English does a good job of kind of going back to like a 60s-style psychedelic rock while also kind of updating the sound. It's kind of this album where like it's like a female-led, like the debut from Tame Impala where he like plays with psychedelic music, but it's not all psychedelic music. Um, But also Hazel English's album has a lot more to it than that. A lot of the reviews that I looked at for that album Really only talked about the psychedelic elements, but there's a lot of indie rock, indie pop, a lot of different things going on in that Hazel English album. Wake Up. Next one I'm going to play is uh, Orancy Pazuzu's album, "Mesterin Kinsey. Mm. Mm. I can
1: tell this is going to be good.
0: No, you're not. Once again, I'd like to state that I am not someone who typically listens to metal, but I did have two really weird metal albums that death, I listened to. This death button. metal, you say? Death metal specifically, I guess, is a good point. I was
1: watching a documentary on Vice about this guy that worshipped the devil that uh, killed people, yeah. and his name was Pazuzu. Hey, maybe it's interrelated. Was he Finnish? Nah, I don't I don't know. He was finished though. That's for sure.
0: So anyways, uh, Orancy Pazuzu is a Finnish psychedelic death metal band. They've been getting quite a bit of praise. Uh, I will say openly, I don't like his vocals. I do not like the way his voice sounds, but I like the instrumentation from the album. It, uh, is, it's an interesting psychedelic mixture where it's very experimental. It's very avant-garde, as you will, but it gets very heavy at the right moments. But again... I'm not thrilled on the vocals. They sound kind of, there's like at the beginning of the album, he does like this weird growly thing. And like, it sounds kind of like, like an angry golem when he's like coughing to himself. And I'm like, I I don't know. I don't know about this. I thought I was not going to listen to the album, but then I went back to it. I was like, actually it's got something good to it. So, so yeah, that was Orensi Pazuzu. Next one I'm going to talk about is Cadet's album, The Rated Legend.
1: I listened to a little bit of that Bazuzu album, actually. Did you? I couldn't. Yeah, I, I didn't get past like the second track, but I did listen to a little bit of it, so okay. I knew it sounded familiar. Hey,
0: that sounds familiar. Well, hopefully you listened to a little bit of this Cadet album, too. The Rated Legend. You know my team. You know what we represent. Should have played along nicely in it. tell you who I am I'm gonna talk you just gotta listen started off getting bullied in school look most of my life I've been a victim never had a girlfriend got low self-esteem but I wanna be the man no I don't like who I am but when I'm old I'm gonna do what I can but look at me now so last year UK hip-hop did a pretty good job there was the album from um Lil Sims that was a big standout there was the album from Slow Tie that was pretty good and then I really liked this Cadet album, but unfortunately, it will be the last album that we hear from Cadet because he unfortunately passed away. I believe it was in a car accident, if I remember correctly. Um, but this album is very good. That song is called Gang Gang. Um, very good flow across it. One of the standout hip-hop albums from this from this year so far. Um, and another standout hip-hop album for this year is by Westside Gun on his album Pray for Paris. <laughs> I swear Paris will be pray for. I'm released all flights to the ankles. I'm in the places that you can't go. Don't see me go in the same for the same race. I swear Paris will be pray for. I need to block about a case, caseload case. So again, that was West Side Guns' album Pray for Paris. That song is 327. I didn't get to that part. But uh, that song actually features Tyler, the creator. And it's like the first time that I've heard him rap in a couple years now. So I was pretty surprised to hear Tyler, the creator on that album. Um, And there's some other features on that album. Like there's um, another one of the really standout ones from that song is Joey Badass. And then from another song that he has, Freddie Gibbs. But there's a, a lot of songs with artists on them. But West Side Gun does a good job of standing out and having a pretty interesting flow of his own. Um, and then one more hip hop before I move forward a little bit away from hip hop is uh, Aesop Rock's EP Freedom Finger from the music's uh from the music from the video game Aesop Rock. Get up. Mission's over. Do you read me?
1: Do you read me? Do I need to reach through the TV? Do
0: I need to reach through the Ouija? Houston and Meg, I'm too leaning. I'm too uneasy. I'm out of face and I'm orange Hanging, and I'm powdered eggs and my radio's been down for days to just stand around and sound out the phrase to go do.
1: Up shoot a beanie, I'll look for the Mogafiti. Deep into some hell hole, Come detect this
0: tempo. I've been beating back in these headphones, beating back profound fear. Farewell to my breadcrumbs. Is anybody even out there? I'm like out there when that, that new tweedy, that new beat, that new read me, you don't read me. So again, that was Aesop Rock from the Freedom Finger music.
1: Jared, you listen to that, right? Yeah, it's pretty good. Aesop Rock is a good man. He is a good man. We saw him in Louisville a few years ago. He tore the house down with uh what was the other guy's name wasn't it uh oh no it was um oh, i'm
0: isn't it dj something
1: that's one guy that was there but i'm thinking of somebody else
0: i uh, no oh oh uh sandman yeah homeboy sandman homeboy sandman that's yeah him. he's a good guy too the other one because he, he's on he does hail mary Mallon with the other guy it's um and he's not in his list it's oh, like oh, rob the, or something like that Oh, it's Rob Sonic. Yeah. I Thank got you, it. Rob Sonic. Good job with the Rob. Yeah, so um, so that that's three songs on that Freedom Finger. So Aesop Rock did music for a video game. I believe the game is both on Steam, and I know that it is on Switch. I'm not sure about PlayStation or Xbox, but if you're interested in a video game that has Aesop Rock within it. First get Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Four. And then get this game. Yes. So Jared, this is a good. This is a good middle point where I can also turn to you. I want you to have a chance to also speak about some albums that you heard that I have not heard. Okay, so this is a good point to do that. Here we are. So I uh, on um, April twenty fourth,
1: there's a new album by the Used. I like them. The best song uh, that I like, I think, is called "Darkness Bleeds." F O T F S. Second to last song on there. Travis Barker's on there. Mark Hoppus is on. Not that song, but this is the album. Oh, Mark okay. Hoppus is on the album. Mark, uh, Travis Barker, Caleb Shomo from Beartooth's on there. It's a pretty good album. You you know him from Beartooth? I do. I would know him from Attack Attack. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then uh, you also had uh, the new Dance Gavin Dance album's pretty good. yeah. Uh, Caleb listened to that. I don't know how he felt,
0: but. It was okay. I mean, the only issue that I have with Dance, Gavin Dance, really, is that they've kind of had the same formula for, like, you know, over a decade now. That's true. Like, since Downtown Battle Mountain from 2007, really, they've kind of had the same music. The only difference is, is that. Different lead singer. Different lead singer. Uh, I believe his name is
1: Tillian. Yeah, Tillian. Yeah, Instead of Johnny Craig, who's stealing laptops out there somewhere. He's out
0: there. He'll always be out there stealing laptops. Yeah. But yeah, Tillian is from uh, Tides of Man, and then switched to Dance Gavin Dance. I believe he's their third vocalist, if I remember correctly, because they had another guy, and that guy went to a band called A Lot Like Birds. Um, yeah. Kurtz. Travis something. Travis something. Yeah. So yeah, Dance Gavin Dance has had three vocalists, and... You know they're different, but the the rest of the standard of the music has not changed a whole lot. It's post hardcore you you get some some fiddly guitars and some some wild screaming and then also some clean vocals, and then that's the end of the song
1: yeah the The thing that I like about them is that most like with the clean vocals and the uh scream vocals, they do not really coordinate in any way and so you have Tillian singing nice, beautiful lyrics. And then you have John Mess just screaming uh, strange lyrics. Yes. So uh, there's a song. Being a mess. There's a song on there called uh, Cali. Calentamento Global, where uh, Tillian sings in Spanish
0: the whole time. I think it's uh, Calentamiento Global. Yes. Uh, And then. It's in Spanish. And then uh, John
1: Mess just screams in English, which was funny. Then the song I like I think the most from the album is called "Lyrics Lie," and they're just talking about like, "Hey, remember when this happened?" And he's like, "Yeah, neither do I," because lyrics li-. like, when you're listening to songs about things that are happening in life, they're like, "No, none of these things actually happen." You know, right. you don't have these cars, and you don't have this money. Uh, the line that I like the most from it uh, is. Um, uh, Remember when we felt alive? No, I don't think so. Remember when we almost died? That never happened. Remember when you tried to kiss her, but she was gay and liked your sister? That's pretty good. That's the that's the line that uh, stuck with the YouTube comment list the most, I believe. From when uh, I, from when I, those YouTube comments, gotcha.
0: They'll tell you a lot more than what I can. Uh, another, if you want to know a lot about music, just go to the YouTube comments and stop listening to exactly, me. Exactly, yes. Find the lyrics in there uh homeless
1: gospel choir who is like a protest punk kind of guy uh i saw him live a few years ago he's pretty good but he has a new album out called this land is your landfill oh it's, it's pretty good uh my favorite song on it was the the single young and in love and that's a pretty good song too so i don't know if i had any other that i like stuck out that can you think of anything i told you
0: um no i don't think so i think that's everything that you told me that i hadn't listened to the smith
1: street band i listened to a couple times that's a good album as well they're british uh punky kind of band kind of like uh i guess kind of like the british version of the front bottoms okay kind of that wouldn't be bad caleb you actually think you showed them to me did i yeah and then you forgot about it and you forgot about it again Oops, the last couple albums they put out, you forgot about the show. That- <laughs> I, it's hard to keep up with everything that I know. Sometimes, yes. What was their name again? The Smith Street Band.
0: I did show you that. Yes, I know. I did. That I was a long know. time ago. It was co- two albums ago, I believe. Yeah, I think you're right. That uh, was in that was I met. I found them from Comedy Bang Bang. Oh, really? Were they were yeah. on there? Yeah, oh, that's cool. Yeah.
1: There's also a punk band that came out, metal that uh they were called Stay Inside and the album's called Viewing and that's what you should do right now stay inside. Yeah, listen, listen to, to that Stay album.
0: Inside while you stay inside. Uh what would be a song from any of those albums that you mentioned that you'd like to play?
1: Oh, that's a good question.
0: You want to play the used song, you want play Yeah, the, play the used, I guess. Play the I the used that one. Right, now do a
1: Homeless Gospel Choir. Play um Young and in Love. But I can't th-
0: I'm glad that you always bring the pop punk. Mm-hmm. Someone's got to bring the pop Somebody punk. Somebody has to. Jared it's is me. at the party bringing the pop punk that's every right. time. And it it's important. There's also a new all-time low album out, so that's pop punk right there. That's true, too. You can't mention every album. Not like, I mean, I don't mention every album either. They're all out there. You've got to find there. them. There's a lot of music out there, everybody, and that's what I'm here to try and narrow things down for you. Speaking of narrowing things down, let's narrow it down to some of the best ones. Uh, the next album I'm going to be talking about is from the band Bad History Month. The album is called Old Blues. Once upon a time, I was a little plastic beach ball. And I can move pretty fucking fast. So, again, that's Bad History Month's album, Old Blues. That song is called Waste Not. it's the opener off that album. The other song off that album that stands out, both of which are an astounding over 10 minutes length. First one is Waste Not. Second one is Want Not. Of course, that's how you structure an album right there. Waste Not, Want Not. So it's like a 46 minute long album. Two of the tracks make up like two thirds of the entire album. It's pretty good. I liked it quite a bit. It's kind of like a pile or even an old modest mouse to a certain degree, like a lonesome crowded west Modest Mouse has a lot of variation throughout. Like they don't, they don't do choruses. They 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 just continue to to change the sound of the music that you're listening to. So it ne- like you could listen to this album like eight times and you still haven't heard everything from the album. So again, that was Bad History Month's album, Old Blues. The next album I'm going to be playing is from the artist Eve Toomer off his album Heaven to a Tortured Mind.
1: can Give me anything Tell me what you need
0: Again, that is Eve Toomer, spelled Y-V-E-S. His album, Heaven to a Tortured Mind, that song was Kerosene. It's a pretty good album. Uh, Definitely a lot of pop influence on this album, but definitely more of an experimental art pop kind of sound. His album from 2018, which is called Safe in the Hands of Love, got a lot of praise. I think that Pitchfork gave it like a 9.1 or something like that. It was pretty well-received. I really like the song Noid off of that album, but I didn't listen to that album a whole lot at the time. I didn't really get super into it, but I listened to it enough to know that Heaven to a Tortured Mind would be worth listening to, and it's definitely worth listening to. So if you are a fan of more experimental pop sounds, that would be worth going into. And if you are also a, a fan of experimental pop sounds, the next album would also suit you well. That is from Rina Saayama in her album, Saayama. So, again, that was Rina Saayama's album Saayama. That song was called Who's Gonna Save You Now. That, to me, and I'm not sure if you feel the same way, Jared, feels a lot like a like an early 2000s, late 1990s, like Christina Aguilera style, mm-hmm. almost like a Destiny's Child style like pop album.
1: Yes, and, I hear it.
0: I, I was thinking of like
1: Lady Gaga a little bit as well. A little bit
0: of Lady Gaga, Some, yeah. Um uh,
1: uh, Edge of Glory kind of stylings.
0: Mm-hmm. It's it's got a lot of those kind of stylings to it but also has a little bit of like the weird like poppy form mm. of like music in it as well. Like there's a couple of like more like industrial metal pieces of things. So it's very all over the place and it makes no sense to me, but it's pretty good. So again that is Rena Sayama's album Sayama. I've got one more album that I'm going to talk about and then we're going to get to some albums that are from some record roundtable alumni and then one artist who is near and dear to my heart. This one first is from the artist Namdi from his album Brat. So again, that was Namdi and his album Brat. That song was perfect in my mind. What I found very particularly interesting about Namdi's album Brat is that there is a mixture of what sounds to be like almost math rock to a certain degree. And then sometimes he does like trap rap. I'm going to play a little bit of the second track called Gimme Gimme. Let me again preface this. These are on the same album. They don't make sense together. That's all I'm saying. So, that again was Namdi's album Brat. Now, you've made it through the rest, and now it's time to get to the best of the best. We're going to talk about The Stroke's new album, The New Abnormal. So, again, that was The Strokes' new album, The New Abnormal. Jared, how did you feel about the new Strokes album? I thought it was good. I enjoyed listening to
1: it. Um, I liked the, the lead single, The Adults Are Talking. I mm-hmm. uh, saw the music video for that, and then I believe they played it during that Bernie
0: Sanders rally we watched. I believe you are correct. Yeah. <laughs> Very odd to have released a new song for Bernie Sanders, but that is a, a Strokes thing to do. I think... I don't know if you agree, but I felt like it was a pretty good return to form for the Strokes. Sounds a little bit more like the early stuff than it does like the Comeback Machine or uh, Angles, really. It sounds a lot more pushing in that realm of what they were doing on their first three albums.
1: That's probably fair, yeah.
0: So, I mean, I still, I, we talked about this on Record Roundtable, so we don't have to get too in-depth with it. But I really like the first impressions of Earth Sound, because that's where you and I started listening to the Strokes. I thought it was a little bit more of a callback to that. It's very, like, bright and bubbly. And it, I mean, this song is called Eternal Summer. It's mm. a summer album. Mm. It's 100% a summer album where you just, like, you're kicking back on the beach. You're having a couple, like, what what's the, white claws. Yeah, you're drinking white claws with your boys. We're drinking six feet,
1: feet away from each other, though, that's for sure.
0: That's right. You're drinking, <laughs> you're drinking your white claws six feet from your buddies on the beach having a great time. You're listening to The Strokes' new album, The New Abnormal. Next I'm going to be talking about is Thundercats' new album, It Is What It Is. Thunder. And that was Thundercat's new album. It is what it is. That song was "King of the Hill." Jared, did you check out the new Thundercat album? I did. I, I thought it was pretty good. Similar to my feelings on the weekend, a
1: little bit. Sure. Kind of dancey pop. I mean, he's more abstract or whatever, but for sure, he had more more poppy sounds on this album than kind of what i was used to with him possibly yeah
0: i think he definitely went in a little bit more i I don't want to call it commercial because it's really not commercial still but it's a little bit less goofy than what drunk was his album from 2017 thundercats uh drunk it was very silly and goofy and just you know he had a song about being a cat he had a song about like you know being in japan and buying like
1: anime toys like it was just i mean this album has that as well somewhat because you have dragon ball do rag yeah you do you uh, do my favorite song on the album was i love lewis carroll or cole i love i love lewis cole and who's featured on that song lewis cole's on there (laughs) i love that known prominently for his feature on the lego movie ninjago (laughs) he had a song in that soundtrack if you know that one i know
0: your kids do out there and thundercat loves it he loves them He loves them. I have it's been a while since I got to sing the praises of Thundercat, and I really enjoyed his new album. It's, you know, my second favorite album of this month, which Mm. is Saying Something, I think, you know. Uh so Thundercat, it is what it is. That song again was King of the Hill. Let's talk about one more album. This will shock no one in particular, and that is Fiona Apple's new album, Fetch the Bull Cutters. That, again, was Fiona Apple's new album, Fetch the Bolt Cutters. That song was the opening track, I Want You to Love Me. Jared, Pitchfork gave Fiona Apple's new album a 10 out of 10. Mm -hmm. It was the first time they'd given a 10 out of 10 since Kanye West's My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy from 2010. That's a decade Mm -hmm. since a 10 out of 10 was handed out by Pitchfork. Was it warranted in your mind? I don't know. You don't know?
1: I think it sounded like a Fiona Apple album. That's for sure. Yeah, it does.
0: It does indeed. Well, uh, it sounds a lot like uh, Idler Wheel. Yes, in a lot of ways, but it's a little bit more manic from my perspective. She that's, gets a yeah. little more. She's a little bit w- more wild on this one. Like the end of that song, where she's going like dolphin sounds and stuff. Like it's a little different that's for a sure. 10 for sure, the
1: dolphin sounds. Oh, for sure. Let's play a little bit of the dolphin sound, shall we?
0: <laughs> And now we know that Fiona Apple can communicate with whales. Her and Ellen DeGeneres. Those are the two people that can communicate with whales properly. Absolutely. <laughs> Who would have thunk that those two people had something like that in common? Um, I, I still... And this is not saying a lot because I love both of these albums deeply. I still don't quite think it's as good as The Idler Wheel. And they gave The Idler Wheel not a 10. Mm-hmm. So... I have to disagree with them slightly. I think that that and album it might be just still a like, knee
1: jerk reaction.
0: New Fiona Apple,
1: we have to say it's the best. That's and that's kind of what Which I is fine. thought. I don't care about that as much. I thought, I mean, it was a fine, it was a good Fiona Apple album. I don't think I would like go back and listen to it a ton, but I can listen to it and recognize this is something I should listen to.
0: Yes, you know, yes. I um, I recognize it will probably be my favorite album of the year. It's it will be hard to top that. That's what I said about Moses Sumney, and I. But that was when I didn't know that Fiona Apple was coming out with a new album this year. It's really a, a darn shame for Moses Sumney, and in, in my book, that a Fiona Apple album would come out. I'm but sure he's
1: disappointed. He's not your number
0: one. He's so angry. He's he's sitting at home stewing right now, listening to this podcast, thinking, "I'm making a part two to Grey. It's coming out in two weeks, and you're not telling me that's going to be the best album of the year." Um, but I I enjoyed it a, a, a great deal. And I I do agree that it's probably a knee-jerk reaction. It's a very, very good album, but it's hard to give anything a 10 out of 10 on your first listen. Mm -hmm. I have, whenever I, because I I also, I rate music. You can check out my profile on albumoftheyear.com, Master Crack Fox, who's out there anyways. Uh, I have given out a total of now four hundreds, and they're albums that I have listened to on numerous occasions. Many, many times I have to listen to an album before I give it a hundred. And I'm sure the folks at Pitchfork, I'm sure they listen to it more than once. They didn't listen to it one time and they said, "Well, oh, it's a 10, let's give it a review. But it, it is hard to say when it comes to a, re- a review site, which is why most of the time when they go back and they give a 10 to something, it's like an, an old classic album. They come back and they say, yeah, guess what? This was a 10. We should have rated this a long time ago. Here's a review about it now. Mm-hmm. But very, very infrequently do they give out a 10 out of 10 on an album that has just come out. So it is, I mean, in my opinion, it is a big deal from the music perspective of somebody who cares about Pitchfork. If you don't care about Pitchfork, it's not a big deal at all. But, you know, if you care about music, Pitchfork is somebody who kind of matters in terms of, like, I mean, would you argue that for a, they're like a poor man's Rolling Stone at this point? I They're a, um
1: oh, I don't know. I don't know about a poor man's Rolling Stone. They're more of like the
0: um, the indie pretentious, pretentious Rolling Stone. The pretentious Rolling Stone. That's fair. And I mean, they're, they're reviewing pretentious music for pretentious people, which is That's, why hmm. I read Pitchfork, there because I'm go. a pretentious boy. Yes. I'll um, never forgive
1: them for what they did to Andrew WK's album, I Get
0: Wet. They gave it such
1: a bad review, <laughs> and then they went back and gave it a better review. But the first review you cannot forgive. They knew that they were Like wrong. a 1.2 they gave it to is it. It pretty bad. That's not nice of them. Nope. They don't like to party hard, that's for sure, and I, I do.
0: We all should. <laughs> all right. I'm going to mention one more album real quick, but then I know what I'm going to have to do because you said that. Uh, I was going to close the, uh, the episode on Sam Hunt's new album, Southside. Huh. Uh, worst album of the year so far. Probably. It's awful. It's a mixture of country and pop in this realm of things that just doesn't work. There are people in country, I have mentioned Honey Harper on this show, I will also now mention Orville Peck on this show, they're pushing the boundaries of country, and then there are African Americans who are blending hip-hop with country in a way that breaks the barriers of who can be a part of country, and Sam Hunt is regressing everything. He's taking everything that's being done to country right now, and he's taking a big old turd and he's dropping it on all this wonderful country music. I'm getting to a point where I can finally say, perhaps I respect and enjoy country music for all these things that I've been hearing recently. And Sam Hunt makes me want to step back and say, man, oh man, bro country sure is awful. But I will no longer close this episode on Hard to Forget.
1: Before you play that song, there are a few songs that I want to mention very quickly. Look them up on YouTube. So... The Offspring did a cover of the song Here Kitty Kitty from the Tiger King show. <laughs>
0: of course they did. Uh,
1: there's a new song by uh, Phoebe Bridgers. that has She has an album coming out. She does. It's uh, called uh, Kyoto is the name of the song. The album is going to be called uh, Punisher, and it comes out in June. I'm sure we'll cover it. Uh, and then- uh, Go find the cover of About a Girl by Puddle of Mud on YouTube. It's so good. It's so bad. so bad and good. But I don't want to only talk about bad songs because a uh, metalcore band called The Ghost Inside have their first new song in several years. They were involved in a very bad van accident where their drummer lost one of his legs. And so they all had to come back and recover physically from that. But also figure out whether they wanted to continue to do music or not. And he had to relearn how to play the drums. It's quite a thing. But they have a new song that just came out this week. Uh, it's called Aftermath. And they discuss what happens within, you know, kind of their comeback f- to music. So watch the music video. It's very touching. They kind of use the new story from their crash as a segue into their comeback song. That's so they, interesting. Yeah. So it, the whole, th- I mean, the song is good. Uh, and it tells a very, you know, redemptive story. So
0: a I'm, story that needs to be told. Yeah. A Story that needs to be told. Anything else? I think that's it. Alright. Party hard.
1: When it's the party, we will party hard.
0: Thank you for listening to this week's edition of Record Roundtable Bonus Edition. This week we've been talking about the music from April, and you will hear from us again about the music in May. Check out our Facebook. Check out our Patreon, of course. I know you can barely hear me, but thank you for listening. Have a great week. Goodbye.